I love what he ministered to me just now. He says, each of us, we all have a choice. What's your choice? It's either God is going to be great or your problems are going to be great. Which one do you choose? You're going to put him above everything. You're not here. You're gonna exalt him. No matter how tough it is, he's greater. He's mightier. He's God. Hey, he's not man. He's God. Glory. my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Hook me up to the current, to the supernatural flow. to say should encourage all of you, you, you worshipers or singers or praise team or whatever, listen, God just said to me, teach them in the spirit, you pay forward. for things before they show up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! 
He said to tell Resurrection House, if you keep praising me like this, you don't know what you're doing. You are paying for miracles forward. Signs and wonders forward. Don't worry about it. Whether you're seeing anything now or not, you are paying for it. He said the day will come when and hallelujah will make the cripples walk. see or don't see hallelujah you're working on something hallelujah you're paying for it you know naturally you wait to see things before you start making noise but by faith you pay forward you praise like you get it you praise hey, hey, hey. you were in service when you heard it just like that young man said to me pastor you're praying hours and hours in that season and you see very little he said the days will come when you pray so little and you see so much and we're in that day now remember resurrection house you were in service the son the god almighty said the day will come when you're hallelujah when you are around people that can hear from God there's no place for depression because no matter what's going on God is prophesying a future bigger greater 
That's what Israel could not connect to. He said, I'm taking you to a land. Yeah, you're in the wilderness, but I'm taking you to a land flowing with milk and honey. Hallelujah. How many of you are going? Come on, you know something. How many people know that our destiny from this altar is sure? Proverbs chapter 6 says, Reproofs of instruction are the ways of life. Nobody likes correction, but you better start loving it. If you want to make your destiny on this earth. Otherwise, you will join the billions of people that have died. That's why they said that the richest place on earth is the graveyard. Because so many people could not enter into what God has for them because of pride. I used to tease one of my ministers. When he was rebelling against me, he would be praying all night long. He would be fasting. I said, what a waste. Huh? What a waste. So I tease him on it now that he's come to his senses and he's at peace. He had fast. <laughs> Yeah? You see, because when you're in order, you don't need all these crazy, uh, you know, people are, you know, go through Christianity or Christendom, you see that people are, have ulcers and all kinds of things. Fasting endlessly instead of submitting. Amen. You're praying all night long. You could have been resting. If you just learn to say, yes, sir. Why? It's a tremendous blessing. Look at Job 5. I'll show it to you. Job 5. Now, before I read it, you have to know that when you see the word happy in the scriptures, go to the Amplified. You see what I'm telling you is there. It says you're happy, blessed, to be envied. So people should be envying you if you make the happy grade. Because most people are rebels and filled with pride. We are born with it. If anybody tells you they don't have pride, run from them. This needs ebonics. You is prideful. <laughs> pride is so complex. It's not just, I'm not going to do what you said. You have pride of gender. Pride of even the hue of your skin. Pride of hair. Pride of no hair. <laughs> hmm? Look at Job 5.17. Behold, happy, blessed, to be envied is the man whom God corrected. He says if you can receive the correction of God, whether directly or through his, his servant, hey, he says you have to be envied. Because now you have made it into a cadre of people Amen. that's very rare on the earth. Amen. People don't know that everything, saved or unsaved, everything God has ordained before the foundation of the world when you were created. Amen. Yeah. People don't understand that. 
You think that you, you began when you got in your mother's womb? No, your mother's womb is to create the container for your spirit to live in. That's how I knew you before you were conceived. It's just that he blocked that part of our understanding so you don't remember your pre-existing existence. But he said, I knew you. Even he told Jeremiah, I ordained you as a prophet. Even before you got to your mother's womb. (laughs) So, when people are arguing and they're testing and talking about when does life begin, life don't begin when you had sex. What started was the container you were living. But your spirit man was with God. This is why, because I'm hearing him now, this is why you should not listen to Satan. Because God chose what family he will send you to. Why is it that the families people come out of become such a wound to them? Because of the aberrations, the dysfunctions. It's because you lack understanding. God is telling you that you came loaded with a grace to fix what you were born into. You are the answer. But Satan hands you bitterness. And you don't know that when you are agitating or hating or you don't want to have anything to do with your relatives, that it's God you're kicking against. But more importantly, you're forfeiting your grace. I told you when COVID happened that I was excited. How could you be with people dying everywhere? I said, I'm excited because it is telling me that the grace I carry fits the challenge of the day. And God defied COVID in this house. And swore to me that nobody will die of COVID until date. We are all still here. What, what your, your brother is studying. Is this, did it really happen? Yes, it happened. God said, don't shut, this, don't shut my house down. We never shut down. We never shut down. COVID and all. And nobody has died. Hallelujah. But I'm prophesying to you because many of you have been deceived by Satan. And he's handed you bitterness to thwart the grace you carry. And you're talking about what you went through, how you didn't have a father, when this happened, that happened. That is telling you that you're loaded with a grace. You're tougher than you know. 
God is telling you, I trusted you. That's why I sent you there. If I sent someone else there, they would have committed suicide. But you carry the grace. I used to read this scripture from Genesis 5. You know, there's something Nigerians have, they call it naming ceremony. But I'm saying it in English, the American English. The way Nigerians say it is naming ceremony. <laughs> naming ceremony. But naming ceremony. They, they will unveil the name of the child. Now, Americans got this dumb thing that's going on. And people are having all kinds of fires and craziness. Yeah. Why did we start this gender reveal stupidity? <laughs> yeah? It's like we're bored. We're looking for something else to do. Amen. Instead of, I mean, thank God technology moved on where you can tell whether you're having a boy or girl. Instead of just telling people and rejoicing. Now you have to start this. I've seen people using an airplane. It's a boy. You have money to waste. I saw one where they had all these pyrotechnics and they started the thing. Boom, the place caught fire. And people had to be rushed to the hospital. Over what? So now when the child is 15, you go and tell him, do you know I suffered these bonds? When, when, the, when they were trying to announce your birth? How dumb can we get? What is wrong with us? But the arrival of a child signals something powerful. Okay? I, I'm getting comfortable. <laughs> Genesis 5. Let me show it to you. I don't know who is in here or who is watching me that God had to change what I'm telling you to go this direction. I forgot even the well, the testimony I gave you was powerful, but something happened at a leadership meeting yesterday that should give you even a greater shout. Because in, despite all the challenges we've had lately and going through this and that and the other, and at the altar yesterday, God screamed at me, tell them you are in a new season! You've crossed over! Into your new season. And we shouted about it. He's giving you your own chance to shout. season has started. Thank you, Lord, that everything must change. Okay, now watch. Verse 28, Genesis 5. And Lamech, 
lived 182 years. Hey. You see what sin has done to man? You see, when you have such longevity, you're not in a hurry to be married. 182 years before he begat his son. We've died three generations, and he's just getting started. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, if I receive that right now, I'll be doing cartwheels. Hey, I'm just a third of the way. No, actually, we don't know how long he lived. I know he tells you later on. He said after he begat, you know, the son, he lived 590 and five years. Hey, Lord. <laughs> you will have so many grands. We'll run out of, uh, you know, great, 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 great. After a while, you guys will start saying, come on, somebody die. Somebody, we need space. <laughs> come on, look at this. And he called himself Noah, uh, called his name Noah, saying, this same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord had cursed. Man sinned. God cursed the ground. And said by the sweat of your brow, you you eat bread. Amen. Told the woman, you're going to have problems with childbearing. Get her pain. Then he put her under her husband. He said, your desire shall be after him, and he shall rule over you. Amen. And women have been fighting against it. Amen. From that day till now. Amen. Even with all the hallelujah. Amen. Wait a minute. As soon as Noah popped out of the womb, he said, now, I can sense that God has sent this child to fix what he did to the earth. Look at the global dimension of a child born into the family. What did you come preloaded with? Beloved, this message is a rarity. I don't know when I heard anybody preaching about chastisement or the chastisement of the Lord and the blessings that come from it and by it. But before we get into those details, there's so many powerful things that the Holy Spirit uttered in this segment. And I want to go to this one cardinal one. So important because all over the world, people are riddled with bitterness. Many people believe that the black sheep of their family, you're picked on, you're, you, you are constantly in trouble, but you are the one carrying the grace to solve the mess. <laughs> if God didn't trust you, he wouldn't send you there. <clears throat> but because you did not know that God sent you there, you borrowed the bitterness of Satan. And what would have been your greatest triumph is now the albatross on your neck. Somebody told me recently they didn't know what an albatross was. You have to, I don't know if it's the merchant of Venice or one of those things where 
you know, they, they hung an animal on someone's neck. The bird died and decayed, and that caused the, the person to get infected and die. You know, bitterness, the yoke of bitterness, the yoke of pride. You don't understand grace. You are loaded with grace. Drop your bitterness today. Experience the grace of God. You will be amazed. The realms of glory will open up to you. You will attune to your assignment from heaven. Hallelujah. Beloved, if you know all that I went through in my early days and <clears throat> growing up, the incessant sickness, the people picking on you, beating up on you, you are failing at school, and, ooh, and Satan was making noise. <laughs> but the day I learned faith, my life began. I understood that Jesus paid for me to get free of all satanic and wicked oppressors. Hannah started overcoming them one at a time until today as an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ that the demonic world, the, the, the wicked world, the occultic world, hallelujah, in my sphere, they have now come all to surrender, <clears throat> make public confessions. <laughs> hallelujah. Jesus triumphed. I was explaining it to the church. When you read 1 Corinthians 11, Paul said it clearly. As long as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. It is our job to manifest the testimony that Jesus has overcome the devil, overcome this world, overcome the lies. You're a gift from God. You are sent, loaded with grace. Change your story. Change your mindset. Grace will activate. You will see your ministry begin to blossom. The people that used to run you down will come around and say, hey, we can sense that God is with you. That's what the, the, the heathen said to Abraham. And then said the same thing to Isaac. Abimelech said, hey, we can see the greatness of God with you. We don't want you to, to turn against us. Remember the kindness we showed you. We are the sons of Abraham. We are the sons of Abraham. You need to get chastised today. You need to be corrected today. This year should end with a bang for you that you're going to awaken and awaken to the grace. Yes, grace works even though it's tough. Grace works even though you're in pain. Grace works even though you're frustrated, confused, don't know what to do. Grace works by faith because you believe. Suddenly, the yoke breaks. Suddenly, God appears. Suddenly, the glory shines. Suddenly, fire comes. That is what it's all about. It's an exciting study. We are just beginning. Uh, and uh, hopefully, in the next segment, I'll get into that mystery of Genesis 5. You'll see how Noah came loaded. <laughs> to solve the problem of the day. So did you come loaded? Receive the blessing in Jesus' name. Connect with resurrection grace. Sow into it. Plant your seed and watch God respond. Call for the prayer. They will pray with you and a miracle will happen. Come to church. Make covenant with this. 
your life will not remain the same. It will transcend politics. It will transcend popularity. It will transcend crowd. You will be glad you did. Gotta go way over time. God bless you. See you tomorrow.